dot. What does it mean? It means I done talk. It means nothing needs to be said after that. And it's dot. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm your host, Andy Noir. Oh, the last one I couldn't hear you. Of course. But of course. Like, why would it work? Why? Why would it work? Two two black women just want to have a conversation about sex. Why would it work? (sighs) The devil is strong, I tell you. So, I'm sure you can already tell by the sound, this won't win any awards on amazing audio quality. But if you can get past the rough edges and slight echoing, you'll hear a great conversation that I had with Mademoiselle 416. Listen, we live in Toronto. Rent is too damn high for me not to have a choice, okay? Thank you! <laughs> oh Thank gosh. you! Yo, that's the best line ever. Like, rent is too high for me to not have a choice. Canadians be giving us choices. Americans are just, when they come here, they're like, what the fuck? Y'all be getting like, everything uh, in your burritos. I'm like, yep, you can get asparagus at some places. Like, right? <laughs> a burrito. Listen, I want it all. I want it all. I, I want everything with damn rent. I worked too damn hard for too little. Now her and I met on Tumblr before the 2018 apocalypse. And since then, I have been a fan. She's a black woman who talked openly about sex, was Jamaican and lived in Toronto. So I knew that A, she had to be on the podcast and B, we were going to talk about sex, food, and a whole lot in between. So let's get into today's topic. Mm. So it makes me wonder, like, are Caribbean women kinky? Is it that we're kinky and we don't show it, or historically, we're not kinky? That's kind of what I want. I wanted to get into all in this conversation. Cool, cool. My experience, um, because I don't really have that much experience with American men per se, but just the little experience I've had with like other people, not within the whole Caribbean community and this far and all that stuff. As soon as they hear that, oh, you have a Jamaican background or I hear something in your voice. Like, where's that from? Like, well, my parents are Jamaican, but I was born here. Oh, you're Jamaican. Oh, yeah, you know how to ride. I'm like, buddy, <laughs> if you only knew my wow. music real bad. They're real bad. <laughs> Man said, oh, you know how... So they just instantly assume, you know what? Okay, I can't even say anything. I feel like when people find out, oh, you're Trini. Mm-hmm. They, I think they instantly think the way that Caribbean people move in parties is yeah. exactly what you're going to do in bed. Right. Because right. even the last guy I talked to was like, yeah, I've never had a Caribbean woman rap. Oh, I just remembered. He said, ride me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Like, they, they get excited that they're about to get this woman that they, oh, my God. And when you're Jamaican, they probably compare you a lot to, like, daggering videos and stuff they've seen in dance halls and yeah (laughs) like listen i've just passed the 40 mark you don't need to have me all twisted up like this and my leg back no no stop it but my thing is look if you want a gymnast go call simone biles and last time i checked her and her man are very happy together and but they're I flipping and doing all types of shit. Right? But my thing is, even though you see them flipping and tossing and, like, doing 
deciding that they're all of a sudden going to go into the Olympics for swimming because you're just diving off headboards into <laughs> Do you really think this man has Simone Biles with her leg behind her head fucking her? I doubt it. Oh no. They're like doing missionary. Right? Like, can you stop trying to put me? This is my thing. When we fuck Caribbean men, I'm just like, can we stop acting like this is a dance hall video? Like, how many positions are you gonna try to put me in and flip me into? And then to why am I now halfway on my head, but I'm off the bed? Like, what what, what's happening? Can we relax? can we relax a little bit like in real life though it's like a it's like a whole sound clash going on in the bedroom (laughs) 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 like come on relax trevor you need to just relax okay we're here we're fine it's not that serious you made it this far trevor like i'm naked already like you just you're going to get it so like why are we what is all of the? No wonder you guys are so exhausted by the end of it. Because it's literally theatrics. Like, the, like sometimes I'm just like, how oh I want to just see how many positions you're gonna try to put me in. <laughs> and I honestly believe that's why when I was younger, like when you know when you got to that age of learning about like Kama Sutra, and people would be like, oh, this. Pos-. I never understood position names. I'd be like, I've never mm-hmm. tried that. But then right. I saw the picture and I was like, oh, I tried that for like about. 37 seconds and then Mm -hmm. got flipped into something else yep Mm -hmm. i just don't know the names of it (laughs) i don't know the names but yes i've been in most of those positions for a total of 37 seconds and more times you had a red stripe on top of your back too (laughs) so you're gonna beat out everybody's business oh in trinidad we don't have red stripe well that's the red stripe is on our beer so i did not have Mm. a Right on my back, okay. <laughs> but at one point, I did have wings. Not even gonna lie, I had actual barbecue wings on my back. Oh gosh, really? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Had the wings? Oh my god! Yep. And he ate them all. No, <laughs> he sure no. did. He sure did. I can't lie. I had wings too, but these. <laughs> 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 <He's- laughs> that you get into what is like let's see if we could fully finish our meal and fuck at the same time you know what i will take that i have i've had the the red strap or the dragon you know <laughs> make its way towards my face or my back and it's like you know what you need to stop you really do it's even worse when you're dating the man because if you guys do go to a fet together he tries to recreate it yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Do so you know when you feel that cold red stripe? You're just like, this triggered, stop. absolutely triggered. My favorite. I was telling um one of my other friends, like my favorite used to be going to the fet and like hearing some reggae song come up, like, and I would just look around at the people I know have had a pussy on their head recently. I know you're a like, motherfucking lie. All, all of them liars. Big time liars. You, you know what? We as a people need to just cut this shit out. We're grown ass people, right? Just cut it out. I mean, yes, my music is Soka and Calypso, but I think a lot of the music that has that in it, if it's mostly dance hall and reggae, mm-hmm. it's by like the criminal culture is so close to the music culture. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by that? When I say this, I don't mean that all dance hall artists are criminals. I mean more that. Black music in general 
and dancehall specifically, a lot of their artists are survivors of struggles like poverty and oppression. And so in the same way that West Coast rap can have very loose roads into gangster culture, I feel like the same can be said of dancehall artists. And to be big, brave, bold, and a quote-unquote true man can sometimes mean dabbling in gangster culture as popular culture. Back to the subject at hand. Yeah. That it's the, I feel like when I try to explain it to Americans, I'm like, it's like a rapper. Even though rappers nowadays um, can admit that they're homosexual, it's still not, it's like the 90s rap. Like nobody in the 90s is going to come out as being homosexual. You just weren't going to. So I go sit, so going down on a woman to me is slightly the equivalent that you'd need somebody really big, like if vibes fine. I say finally because I'm convinced he's definitely had a woman sit on his face. But if oh, he, sure. <laughs> then they'd be like, "Oh shit, okay, maybe mm. we can have." Di- I go, "We're just slightly behind the times. That's all it is." Yeah, yeah. No one wants to admit it. I think it's a mix of like the whole overtly religious background, mm-hmm. um, the whole shit. Us being because Jamaica has the most know? churches per square capita per in the world. Capita, yep, in the whole entire world. Yeah, um, the whole as black people as a general statement. You know, everyone's shamed about something, and you as, as a Caribbean person, you're extra shamed because you know your mom, your grandma, your aunties, everybody's friggin' loudmouth, <laughs> right? So you don't want to be outed for like you know being a ball cat and all that stuff. Good afternoon, this is Andy Noir. I'm here with your late, late, late Caribbean news. A ball cat, usually used as either a noun or a verb, is a man who performs cunnilingus. It is usually used in countries like Jamaica and the United Kingdom, specifically in London. But at the end of the day, trust me, I've had head in Jamaica by a Jamaican. So, and that's what when I was first thinking about that episode, like when I was first thinking about do men go down, and when American people will ask me, like, oh, your men don't go down, I'm like, I 90% of the people that I've slept with and yeah. the men that I've slept with, they've all gone down. And not to say, like, me being like, baby, please, please do it, they're the ones that want to do it. Oh, yeah, they're oh, the yeah. ones going down and spreading your legs. So it was funny to me to hear it because I'm like, they may not be able to say it out loud, but yeah. they do it. And like you said, every black person is ashamed of something. So I'm not going to judge them for it because somebody else is doing something that they would say they don't do. Right. True. That's true. And that's I'd rather have a man true. lie about going down on me than uh, lie about fucking someone else. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. <laughs> so I'm totally okay. Like I would just laugh or sometimes we'd make a joke about like, Oh yeah, I saw how you were singing Elephant Man hard in that party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we would tease each other about it, but mm-hmm. was, you're right. I think you're it is more of a I think it's religion, obviously, because mm-hmm. there are lots of things. First of all, not even to have your business out in the streets. If you're found out to be a bow cat and then so and so tells so and so until so all of a sudden the whole parish could know it. Oh yeah. Quick time. It yeah. And there's things it's fair. If I was growing up back home, like, I why do I say that? Growing up in general, there are things now my mother doesn't even know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I did. 
I'm not going to talk about it because um, <laughs> I still don't want her to know. <laughs> Why my mom knows that I have sex is because I have a child. That's it. Right? <laughs> and even then, <laughs> all she it. knows is one time in your life. <laughs> That's it. Because after that, yeah, we're not going to share that information. Ooh, that's <laughs> Okay, so we both kind of think, yeah, once you reminded me, we both kind of think that <laughs> people who are not Caribbean, when yep. they meet a Caribbean woman, they're like, oh shit, yeah, you gonna be freaky. But mm-hmm. I also don't think we get the chance to show we're freaky. And the way that I mean that is like, I will have conversations with female friends yeah. and it takes a while before it gets to a conversation about sex that people feel comfortable saying they do like people might be like we could watch a movie and idris elba comes up on screen and we're like oh shit i'd oh i'd love to lick him off and oh if he fuck me did it but even Mm -hmm. to have a conversation about stuff that is considered freaky so let's say like Mm -hmm. sucking dick or anything in bdsm those conversations Mm -hmm. don't come up or it's very it's a weird thing if it does and you finally realize oh shit my friend is actually just as freaky as I okay now I can now I can talk to you on another level okay right right yeah it's for us I think the whole for us being labeled as freaky is more of us doing something to somebody Mm -hmm. it's more in how we move our body is how we're classified as freaky um like I mentioned you know as soon as they hear that I'm Jamaican. Oh, you can, you know how to ride dick. You know how to like, you know, you know how to move your body. That's the freakiness that's laid, that's slapped on me. Now, when I talk more, cause I'm very open when it comes to like sexuality, I don't have time for this little kid shit, about you know, hiding what I do like and what I don't like. No, I tell you straight up. I like being choked. Oh shit. You like being choked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. I like being choked. And then you get into a whole conversation. Oh, you like being choked and you're, you know, you're Jamaican and you, then, you, then the whole, you know, comes together for them. So yeah, so like just having that conversation with other women who are of the same background, we don't really, unfortunately, we don't get to talk about it because we're boxed in basically, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I like I like the show that you had because it opened up our eyes not only as Black people, but for me and you especially because we were mainly the only ones and and a couple other people too, right? Like I think there was a Haitian lady. Yeah, because it wasn't really a lot of women. And yeah, for us to be able to be like, oh shit, you like it? Okay, Mm. you like it too. And I also, what I loved about it was the men were realizing, because I got tired of hearing men be like, oh, I can't find a freaky girl. Oh, I can't find a girl that like And I was like, I know tons of girls that do because Mm -hmm. I do. So the men were learning, oh shit, girls do like being choked. Or the fact that they went off on the episode about um sucking dick and i'm like Mm -hmm. just keep it clean like what the fuck and they're like what wow Mm -hmm. i thought women just didn't like sucking dick no there's lots of women out there who like sucking dick and we don't don't want that right you know we don't want no musty balls in our face man that's why we're kind of like recording or (laughs) at the end of the day because men make such a big deal about like oh if a girl doesn't swallow then who wants her oh have you ever swallowed your own semen sir have you ever tasted your own spuck sir (laughs) how about that like how about you taste it and then tell me what i should be swallowing and not swallowing on a good day yes i'll get it down (laughs) on a bad day yeah oh hell no Mm -mm. jesus like there should be olympic awards Olympic medals 
for women who swallow consistently. Y'all deserve, y'all have no taste buds. <laughs> None. It's just, it's just, you know what? The acid from, you know, <laughs> Dwayne's lifestyle of just not drinking water, period. It's just, you know, drinking Sprite and freaking Hennessy all day. <laughs> this is why she has no taste buds because it's just like he wrote it from all the acid. <laughs> it was eroded like it's literally gone girl yes. gave the cigarettes in your mouth and the Hennessy and the spray yeah and, the sp- so and you- that's it yeah swallowing you is know? okay for you and I'm I'm quite proud of you honestly you deserve a medal for what you, you deserve all the medals all the flowers because yeah you're a real one Whew. you made a comment though that made me think because okay how we dance it's true how we dance in our culture Mm-hmm. To anybody outside of it is seen as freaky. Yeah. Does that ever bother you? Yes and no at the same time. Um, yes, when when someone just uses it as their past to make sexual references to me mm-hmm. and our culture, like without understanding. Whereas no, because I know like you will understand, or someone else who's very close to the the culture understands, it's not sexual per se it's it's rhythm it's spirituality it's a connection it's it's all that stuff wrapped into one yeah. it's not just the sex I, I i agree with you because for me it only bothers me when people bring it up who they're stereotyping us to what they see and mm-hmm. i have to remind people like for both of our like both jamaican just any caribbean culture that carnival that fetting that dance hall all of that comes for our history with slavery yes in the same way that americans have like their traditions of like jumping over the broom and stuff like that like all of that came from all of our collective experiences with Mm -hmm. slavery because our our carnivals our music it all came from oppression so when black people i think it bothers me more when it's black men or women who do it because i'm like how are you gonna judge us for the same things that you guys get judged for exactly because there's lots of people, like you said, there's people who will use it as a stereotype, but then there's other people who realize, okay, I I see your music and I don't really know, but it seems like you guys can really dance or can really move or they want to learn more from you. Because even when, if right. you tell them, like, that's not what freaky means, they're like, okay, no, 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 I get that, but I also want to learn about your culture. I want to learn more about how it's not, like, I shouldn't just assume that a girl dressed in a two-piece and some flowers mm. and beads is mm-hmm. going to dance the exact same way on um, my dick. Because I get, I mean, you and I both know when you hang out with Caribbean men, <laughs> um, they'll tell you about a lot of girls who don't know mm-hmm. how to fuck well. And you're yeah. like, damn, I thought, I mean, with all the theatrics that she does yeah, uh, at a dance hall, I thought she'd, uh, I you thought know, she'd know how to fuck. You'd think she'd be on head top all night. Girl. What was that? Oh my god, why am I forgetting the name? That reggae club back in the day. Welcome to Toronto Trivia. Can you guess the name of the club? If you guessed Epiphany, you were correct. And like the great Trinidadian philosopher voice once sang, You're a winner! Yeah! 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 yeah. Epiphany. Just stop right there. (laughs) Thank you very much. Times I used to go to Epiphany and see some gal like really going off because you needed attention for the mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And then to find out, man's is calling you starfish in the bed. 
<laughs> yeah, don't. yeah. Like, dear Americans, do not judge just because of how we dance. Because not every, and we both know. I've met plenty a Caribbean man that I've watched in a party and been like, "Ooh, I can't wait to. Ooh, I can't oh. wait till Saturday when we get together." And I've then we did, though. and you're like, what? "I've had what that." Such a disappointment. Oh my god! Such a disappointment. And the thing is, do you ever have a moment like they're they're fucking you, and all you can think of is like the last time you saw him at a party, and you're like, but mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. He, he rode the pony better than genuine. I don't. Yes. I don't know what's happening right now. I had a jab jab juve, like literally, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a quick jab jab. <laughs> And I'm like, what is this? I saw you dance. What happened? Was he what wait? Happened? What was his background? Was he Grenadian? Oh no, he was Jamaican. He was Jamaican. <gasps> and it was like, like it was a quick jab, 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 like Ooh. a jackhammer. And I'm like, yo, you need to slow down. What? I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. And it was just like, <clears throat> <clears throat> no. <clears throat> and the what threw me off? Take cut you I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're you like, need to absolutely stop. not. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> not happening. I got very Canadian. I'm like, no, sir, you need to stop right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to speak to your manager. Um, I'm gonna need you to please stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Canadians are like, I need, I'm gonna need to speak to your manager, or I'm gonna have to write a stern letter to my MP. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna write you up on Yelp. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the worst one star review ever, and it always starts with like, if I could give zero stars, I would. I, you know what? I'm going to call CTV News and report you to Media Helps or Consumer Helps or whatever his his little program is. But you're getting blasted, buddy. Oh my god! CP24 on your ass. Oh my gosh! So disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. The, the amount of times that's happened to me, I'm just like, I can't judge. Like, I can't trust my own mind anymore. My mind is telling me yes when I see them whine and I have to be mm-hmm. like no girl you don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> either way 50-50 it can go either way and it's, what's yeah. worse is when like you done like you done you're like okay I'm never like I'm blocking this man's number I'm never mm-hmm. speaking to him again mm-hmm. and then you see him at a party again <laughs> and he tries to give you like the dance of your life and you're just like nigga get away like get away I already like, know you- I already know what the secret sauce is made out of. Your secret bust out. I don't want it. Yeah, listen, you can keep all of that. You can keep all of it. Get away from me. All of it. I don't want it. Mm -mm. Oh my God. I used to get that all the time too, especially because I would play mass all the time. And so guys I was with, if they weren't Caribbean, Mm -hmm. they thought that was cheating. Like, I'm going to go yeah. dance up on other people the way we dance at parties and, and at carnival. And I was like, it's it's really nothing. Like, it's, it's nothing at all. Really nothing at all. Like, it means nothing. It's just dancing. That's it. And I never, I, I can't even think of something. Because sometimes I would think, what can I compare it to for them? And I don't even know. Like, you can't even say, it's like a swag surf, you know? <laughs> it's okay. I can't. Because their thing is like it's like going to the strip club, and I'm like, no, it's oh, yeah. really not. I'm oh, not yeah. jiggling my ass in front. Well, well, I mean, well, a little bit, you know. Let me... <laughs> okay, let me stop. <laughs> and I think this is where Joe Budden had like the biggest issue because he didn't understand. He made his comment as well about um 
so something of this something of the effect of uh so like dressing like a thought or something like that I'm, i don't want to paraphrase too much Andy Noir here with your late, late, late Caribbean news. Joe Budden was boiling in hot water again. In March 2019, in an episode of his podcast, the XMC was heard mumbling, these chicks can't wait to put on carnival outfits and be hoes. He was dragged by carnival social media and subsequently issued a statement saying the original audio was taken out of context and was never aimed at slut-shaming carnival goers, but rather those who appropriated. But he he basically called it, you know, just a, a display. Mm-hmm. And people had to go in and be like, actually, there's a whole bunch of history behind it. And yeah, where we, where we need to educate and or explain to our non-Caribbean partners is this, it's, it's nothing. It's just a dance. It's just a costume. It's just a fete. It's just a parade. It's not what you think it is it, there's more meaning to it yeah i mean over the years it kind of it kind of showcases a little bit more on one side than the others but overall this is what it means but that's the thing like even i told one friend because i compared it to hip-hop i'm like hip-hop today is a very watered down version from its original message of mm-hmm. it was about being oppressed and talking about issues that black americans were going through at the time right like for us we're at least for us in trinidad where carnival came from of coming out of slavery and mm-hmm. having religious um influences with it being around ash wednesday and stuff like that yes right. now is a very watered down version from what our ancestors created but that's right. the case with anything that is de- near and dear to caribbean people in general oh yeah oh yeah anything over time gets a bit watered down christmas for example we're almost there you know we're a week away from christmas christmas is so watered down to what it it actually it should be thank you Um, yeah it's it's but the the whole meaning is still there if you just if you just listen to what the history is then you'll understand why it's this way now how, how we got here how we got here basically and i feel in the same way that americans like yes for example, hip hop is watered down, but they still have certain institutions or certain things that they still do to mm-hmm. keep the origin of it alive. We right. do the same. Like, yes, I may like get down to Vibes' newest song. I don't know how he keep putting out music when he's in. <laughs> but we're still listening to Roots Reggae. There's still festivals that, you know what I mean? Like, it still involves what our ancestors first created, what the oh, yeah. creators first wanted for this genre or for or even for our festivals and stuff like that that i'm like mm-hmm. maybe i'm more judgmental because we're caribbean but i'm like mm-hmm. we hold a closer uh like we're closer to our roots i feel when it comes yeah. to things that may be slightly more watered down it's just you don't know our culture so you're gonna judge it yes that's true do you remember when um when spice was first on love and hip-hop atlanta the comments on Instagram, I was like, these are Black people, like, going in mm-hmm. on Spice. Like, oh, and how she talks, and we need subtitles. I'm like, subtitles for her? I need subtitles for an Atlanta accent. Yeah, man. I don't understand <laughs> that word that comes out of somebody from Miami, Florida sometimes. Southeast accents for us? Right? Hmm. Especially because mm. every time they used to have the subtitles, I'm like, I understand what Spice is saying, and Spice don't even talk like a real like 
my godfather was from country in Jamaica. Oh um, my gosh. She talks proper. Spice was putting on an accent when she was on Love and Hip Hop. So Yeah, like uh, yeah, she was trying to like dilute it. Right? Like you know, mm-hmm. like it's the mm-hmm. same as when when I tell my mom, I'm always like, Yeah, I always wanted to be in journalism in Trinidad because the accent you have when you're broadcasting is a very different mm-hmm. just a general accent. Oh yeah. And they had oh, subtitles yeah. for the girl. I'm like, y'all are rude. That's rude. <laughs> I can understand Spice quite clearly. There's some dudes that, yeah. from the States that still, I'm like... I'm sorry, what, what did he say? What? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> and you want to have subtitles for Spice? No. She actually diluted her accent. So much. Now, if they had, like, Shensia on there and gave her, like, 47 seconds into the conversation... Even her, I can, I'm like, you can understand her, guys. Like, you're just, you're acting like how white people act with us. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to say a black person's name, and it's not even that hard. Um, Shirley, really? mm. Really? Mm -mm. Shensia, you couldn't have pronounced that? Shensia. Um, Quata? (laughs) Um, Quata? Is Bukwata here? (laughs) <laughs> i just they just they literally give up and i'll never forget watching that video with um oh my god what's her name from orange is the new black they used to play crazy eyes yes welcome to our new game show american trivia can you guess the actress known for playing crazy eyes on the netflix series orange is the new black if you guessed uzu amaka aduba you guessed correct no you don't win anything Lord Jesus, oh, you always looking for a prize. You don't have no prize. The prize is you're a winner, all right? And she was talking about her mom and how she wanted to change her name when she was younger because people couldn't say Uzu. Oh, yeah, Uzu Aduba. They couldn't mm-hmm. say her name. And her mom was like, but they'll say Tchaikovsky. They know how to say that. And I was like, like you sure right. Moms don't lie. Like, you're sure right. Why people really will have the crate like a Russian based name or Eastern European based name, and they will make us study that and know it. But you can't learn with twenty seven Zs, by the way. Thank you, and and like silent Cs, Hs, Ps, Qs, Rs, like the weirdest letters are a T, T. Okay, cool, but you can't say Daquan. It's actually spelled exactly like Day Daquan. Daquan. Say it together now, Daquan. Day. Quan, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> just like some of the names, I'm like, no, but especially certain places, they're spelling it. Even African names, I'm like, if you sound it out, it's spelled exactly how it's like. It's supposed to sound exactly how it's spelled. No, for what? real, for real. I knew a boy in grade two. I never forget it. To me, the whole of grade two, his name was Fahed. Fahed, because that's how the teacher called his name. Fahed. He just, I don't know why he let it slip. You know, being a kid, I guess he just whatever. Yeah. Come to find out, the guy's name is Fahad. Oh my God, F A H A D. Yeah, Fahad. But throughout grade two, it was Fahed. What is the? <laughs> Here's my thing, though, because when you look at names like that, I'm like F A Fa H A D is had. Like the worst you could say is had. Even Fahad, right? Would have understood because you're like the word had, right? What's the? White people literally, because you can't even say they butcher a name. They're, you're putting things that aren't even here. Butcher is just chopping up a name. Yeah. You're putting things that aren't even here. You just give up. The child name was Fahad. And we called him Fahed because that's what we heard teachers say. That Fahed. poor boy. 
that poor, <laughs> poor boy. Oh my god! Like I feel because <laughs> you know, as he's older, because the things that we remember, he's like, I will never forget. They called me basically. They called me forehead. Yeah, forehead. <laughs> forehead. <laughs> Or sometimes you ever meet somebody like it could be. I mean, mostly I only like African people. Sometimes I met even Jewish people, and you say their name and they look at you like in reverence. Yeah, you said my name properly, and I'm like, but I just said it how it's spelt. That's all it is. So your parents never said sound out because first of all, when when black I thought it was all black parents, but I guess I'll just say Caribbean. When Caribbean parents raise you. Um, the dictionary is your best friend because Thank your you. parents will never tell you what the hell the word is. Even if they've said the word, you'll be like, but mommy, what does that mean? Go and look it up. Go and look, look it up in the dictionary. What do you want They'll make you, they don't even help yeah. you when you do find it. Mom, it's nope. know how to say it. Look, so, it look it up. I almost had a 360 moment when I, I was helping my son with something and he <laughs> says, what does this mean? I'm like, you know what, little boy, I'm going to get you a dictionary. I want to go over to grandma's house and take up the book big old dictionary she got from Reader's Digest from 1986 and bring it come here because you who you girl forget the dictionary type in this dictionary.com look, <laughs> look up the blasted word you ask dictionary.com I have the app on my phone you I was ready to go to my mom's house and pick up the my mom has a huge dictionary it looked like the big old bible that they have in church oh, I miss that dictionary though with the tabs yes with the I little hand groove tabs in yes, it yes with the tabs and I said I want to go get that dictionary she's not here so she can't stop me I'm going to get the dictionary <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. you're going to bring the dictionary outside of your mother's house I'm going to bring it outside with the encyclopedias too that she got from 1972 <laughs> okay so you were trying i'm glad we did this interview now because you may not be alive if, <laughs> if i tried to bring that outside of my parents like you can look up the word in their house and then you can talk out of their house but take it outside of the whole board. my mother has the britannia encyclopedia set that she bought two books at a time every other tuesday when she got paid at the miracle mart right there at john garland and Martin Grove mm. from 19 I think it was 1970 before I was born that's all I know um between 1977 I think it was actually between 1977 to 1979 she bought two a piece or one a piece whatever she could afford on her payday until she got the incomplete set from from that to book 10 she has every single piece I'm taking those out for my son's sake. Oh, and a big old dictionary that she got from Reader's Digest that is like, I swear it's like 12,000 pages with the little finger grooves. I'm taking that. She ain't here. She can't stop me. <laughs> she's in Jamaica right now. But she's coming. <laughs> the only, the only, like I'm, I'm actually stressed for you right now. My aunt did the same thing. My aunt had the encyclopedia. She had the big dictionary and same thing. She saved up and like every so often she would buy a book. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's only now that she's dead that I would ask for <laughs> Because even in my mother's house, like, in my mother's house, I can go and look at things that were for me mm -hmm. and then come right back to my place without it. Like, my mother's like, you're going to go with the stuffed animal? You're going with your stuffed animal. You're going to take the oath of the oath. Guess not. I guess I will keep it right here in your home, <laughs> even though it was my gift for me. It was, it 
was actually given to me. But okay, I'm sorry I tried to bring it home. Like, and you fully saying your mother's in Jamaica, like she not gonna come back and no. Oh my god. She I hey listen, do tell she's there showing up on me when I'm cold, cold, cold today. No, she needs to get her her little oh. pay. Okay, so your mother is like my mother, where they like to rub it in our faces, the temperature of what oh, they're... Yeah. Me say it hot down here, you say it hot, it hot, it hot, it hot. I'm like, okay, that's great because it's like minus 10 down here. Mm-mm. It's hot, it's hot. Mm-mm. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, and I'm on the veranda. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. I'm under a blanket right now <laughs> with your grandchild. That's same thing. Yeah, my mom does the exact same thing. And she's like, girl, I didn't call you back because I was so hot. I took a nap. <laughs> what are you doing? What time it is? What? You're <laughs> alone. Okay, leave me. Just don't talk to me right now. Like, just go about your business, old lady. Like, just leave me alone. Please. Right? I just wanted to know, are you alive? Are you safe? That's no, great. We didn't have to talk about I the I wanted world. to know, had the audacity to wait two days before she called me. <gasps> and then when she did call me, so I had to call my cousin. I had to text my cousin when I was at work. I'm like, so your auntie can't tell me, so she's all right. Then I got the call. Oh, it's hot down here, son. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Just wanted to know that you're okay. Thanks. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hearing that, I apologize. She deserves to lose her dictionary because this is why I'm plotting. You see, and what kills me is could we go anywhere and let even a six hour pass? No, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and they would do this. Thing. Oh, you see your child? Your child? Don't even call. I thought she was dead. You know? <laughs> My mother once got upset because I told her I was going to the movies mm-hmm. after work at thir- when I was 32 years old. Not oh even to say God. I was like 17. Went to the movies. My mother, who doesn't go see movies, forgot mm-hmm. that a movie could be two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. I came out of the movie theater with the... I went to the movie as I <laughs> I was going to do. <laughs> the theatrics of it all. She was like, but most movies today only are hours. Well, this movie was two hours. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> theatrics, no. they're like, I almost died. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. The theatrics. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now my mom goes Trinidad and I'm same as you. I'm calling cousin. Do you know if my like the plane said it landed, but I don't know if she got off of it. Did she Oh yeah, your mother just gone by the market to go tell she your call. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm, yeah, this this is the first time my mother's ever done this to me. The first time. More times she would call me like the night of. It won't like last. Last. it will not be last. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be like, she just started this now. This is her thing now. That's why I know, say, this is not going to be the last. One more time, she'll like, she'll wait until she gets in. It'll be a couple of hours, like, because, you know, she'll do her rounds. She'll say her hellos and all that stuff. Yeah. I give, her, I give her time. So I know, like, even time, she'll she'll call me. No, this time around, my auntie and her husband got her. They took her to Kingston. So, yeah, so I was doubly, doubly worried because she's in Kingston for the night, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she didn't call. And I even, first of all, I didn't even know that she was in Kingston. It was when she called me, she told me. I didn't even know who was picking her up. So, yeah. If I had known it was my auntie, I'd be like, yeah, you need to call me when you get there, please. But yeah, <laughs> that's my mom. That's what she's doing now. 
Yeah, it'll, I, my mom has been doing this for a bit because even they just went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning is when my dad was like, oh, shit, we land safely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I understand. <laughs> like, thanks for telling me that. Thank you. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know why? It's because, okay, one year went for dream weekend right mm-hmm. there i go mom just letting you know we land in montego bay montego bay to Negril is like a two-hour bus ride mm-hmm. and not only i go in if we're taking a bus there's lots of people getting dropped off at their hotel so it could be longer right be a while before i call you after i land she was like yay and you know they act like they don't care yeah no yeah. problem mm-hmm. well yeah have your fun so it was i think it was like an hour or two extra than what I said because literally it was like one of those days we get in we get in the cab to get to the uh we actually ended up in a, like a little maxi to get to the hotels welcome back to our newest game show Caribbean trivia do you know what a maxi taxi is time's up a maxi taxi is a privately owned and operated minibus in the Caribbean used in public transport they operate along a fixed route having fixed rates and meeting points, but they do not operate on a fixed timetable. Go figure. Maxi taxis have been seen in other parts of the world, such as Australia and the dollar vans in New York City. This girl took a suitcase that wasn't hers. Mm-mm. Talking about, oh, I didn't know anybody else would have this suitcase. Hun, you know when companies make suitcases, they make more than one. Right? Okay. So we had to turn back and go to the airport. Lord like, have mercy. Back again. So yeah, by the time he dropped us, then the guys in the in the maxi were trying to max some of my friends. So even getting out and not getting <laughs> hit, they were not getting a fucking phone number. <laughs> we get to our hotel, checking in was a long line. So yeah, it ended up being like about a half longer than what I told her. Mm-hmm. I called and my mother was like, Oh god, I'm alive. I was so the theatrics but look how they do us now okay i was like yet i went a whole night and day and if it wasn't for the fact that you don't know that like i'm looking at because i'm looking at social media now because at least my cousins would be like oh auntie and uncle are here but you know what i mean like they'll post stuff that i go i already knew you landed i knew you were safe okay Mm -mm. but us oh my god they're about to die how could you literally cause a heart attack for your parents the theatrics Oh my gosh. But I understand when it's like a cousin that you're just or you were like, oh, I know you're with Auntie. Um yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to call me. Right, exactly. Like, let me know. Say the old lady just reach down there, she's safe, she's fine. Even my father. My father's I'm pretty sure my, my dad's gone now. I think he left. See, that's the thing. He didn't even tell me that he was leaving. He told me this like a couple of weeks ago, and I've already forgotten as soon as he told me. So I think he's gone now, but he hasn't even told me number one, he's leaving, and number two, that he's safe. See, and that, that's the thing that another thing that people don't get is like Caribbean people, we're taught to be secretive. Like we're yeah. taught to be private. Because even our parents don't my parents didn't even tell me what flight they're coming back on. I didn't even know who they were flying with. <laughs> like stuff like that. Like I'll be like, when are you guys going? Oh, are we going on on a Tuesday? No, can you give me the exact date? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I have the, the actual date and time of the flight? Like, what's the problem? Um, I got to, when I dropped them to the airport is when I realized they're flying Delta. Oh, my gosh. I was just, like, just seek. And yet, 
they'll be like, how come you don't, you didn't tell me a leaf and a two? Because this is what you've taught us. You're right. Even when you traveled with them, they were like, don't tell nobody. Like, even, you, and the thing is, it wasn't just don't tell nobody where you're going, but like your mm-hmm. mother could be talking to like her sister and and be like, what are we doing this weekend? Oh, I'm, you know, you know. And you're thinking, what? I thought we were driving to go see. <laughs> right? Because you know what it is? More times, right? they don't want you to, to know that you're going north so that you don't beg them to t- take nothing for you. <laughs> that is true. My, I mean, I know back home, like, we're more like, okay, you can't really be telling people your business because you could get robbed. Right. If, you know, the house is empty, stuff like right. that. But right. here, you're right. It's like, you just don't want me to bring back anything. Also, a lot, most of us Caribbean women, we don't like people knowing our business and our mothers were no different true like you true. they didn't even want their own sisters or mother or brothers or co- you know what i mean like they don't want them knowing their business well they don't have to know they don't true. need to know everything and you're just like and yet you wonder why i was raised to become a caribbean woman who doesn't tell anybody anything right who doesn't nothing at all nothing at all and this is probably this is probably why we have the problem of not sharing these things with amongst our our peers and stuff because our parents taught us how to be very secretive that is yeah that is it too i think it's partly that like we talked about earlier it's partly that you know when you live in small communities you don't want everybody knowing your business because everybody will know and then two we're taught to be private secretive people and so to trust that you can just uh say to a friend hey i like being choked or i'm getting really getting into bdsm and identifying as a brat or i'm identify as a dom like that that's not gonna be stuff that you're just gonna say out loud. Right, right. Listen, being in a Caribbean household or a community was better or was more lethal than social media is today. Because you say something to one, by like 20 minutes later, everybody know. It's funny. I, I had a friend. She got pregnant at a very young age. Mm-hmm. So she told me and uh, my cousin. And we were like, okay, we're not gonna say anything, obviously. Right. Then she told her cousin, mm-hmm. and her cousin is involved in the church. Oh, okay. She goes to church one Sunday with her parents, and the pastor, in morning announcements, mentions praying for her. Oh, jeez. And her recent pregnancy. That's oh, how her. Lord, oh. have mercy. That's how her parents found out. Yes. Because she told the cousin, and the cousin told the pastor wow and i was like so i'm like that's just a friend here i'm like but in the caribbean that is normal that like the town knows your entire family oh yeah so no one's gonna talk your business but just something like that caribbean children are like no that's that's my worst fear yeah come to life so you're right just to to talk to friends even though and the thing is there are some caribbean women that do judge that especially if they're religious yeah. So if you have a friend that, yeah, you can be friends with somebody who might be more religious than you, but I would not share that part of me right. with them. That's true. That's so true. And, you know, if I met you, like, let's say I met you through that friend, I might think you're more like her, not knowing that you could be just as kinky as I am. Right. Right. And I think that's what, what we as a people need to start to change the whole dialogue of what we're feeling um how we like to be pleased how we like to please is something that we as a as a community as a whole as black people as caribbean people as a whole we need to start opening up a little bit more conscience just had like a whole post about him um you know apologizing to his wife right 
Andy Noir here with your late, late, late Caribbean news. The dancehall artist Conscience made a heart-wrenching post on Instagram at the beginning of December 2019 to his wife, Latoya Wright. In it, Conscience mentions working on his mental health, becoming a better version of himself, and becoming a better husband. Conscience's brother, Delos, who was also a dancehall artist, committed suicide in 2016. Like even like like something as small as not small, but something as significant for him as his brother taking his own life. Even around, I remember around the time that his brother had passed, it was a whole controversy of of um, they didn't really want to talk about it that he had taken his own life. It was more of it was an accident or it was this or was that. We need to open up a little bit more, and this is where we're suffering as a community in our sexuality, in our um, mental health. Mm-hmm. And just in just being, in just being. I think especially suffering. even like with what you were saying, even to just in relationships and communication. Yeah, because we don't have those conversations, even just in the bedroom of what do you like? Yeah, as pleasure, what do you not like? What are your, you know, hard nose? What are things that we can explore together? We don't have those conversations, and it's not even just a lot of men feeling like they're not being pleased. A lot of women don't feel like they're being pleased and don't have anywhere to talk about it. Right, because everywhere they look, it really is just about a Caribbean man's pleasure, and if he can quote unquote fuck you good, you should be mm-hmm. happy with just that. Right. Guys, my conversation with Mademoiselle was so good. I had to break it up into a two-parter. So catch part two in two weeks. That's two Saturdays from now. I want to thank you, of course, for tuning in. And I'd love to hear from you. Did you like part one so far? If you want to share your feedback or your own unique stories, shoot me an email at andisthatpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on IG and Twitter at and is that and if you're using my anchor link that's anchor.fm slash and is that slash message you can leave a voice message that may be featured on the podcast so until the next one take care and remember part two in two weeks